Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is Monday, the 20th of April in the year 2020. And so today I am doing a podcast instead of last night. I apologize for any delays. Uh, it seems I'm widely popular right now. Um, <laughs> so any case, um, I just want to make a happy announcement and tell you that this is my hundredth podcast. So hooray for the Golden Astrologer. And it's a lovely thing to keep doing this in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, which is where I am right now. And I thank all of you for listening and joining and being a part of this. And I am grateful for all of you and any of you that that enjoy this. So let's get to the astrology, which is very interesting this week. <laughs> we do not lack for interesting astrology, that's for sure. So these days. Um, so the most uh, important thing right now is that the sun has entered Taurus. And that means it's changed signs as of yesterday. And we are no longer in Aries where the sun is exalted. We finished Aries. And in the morning of yesterday, if you live in the uh, uh, eastern, central, or mountain time zones, um, or Pacific time zones, it, it went to 10.45 a.m. into Taurus. So Taurus is a very different vibe than Aries. Aries is more like, yeah, let's rock. Let's, let's be that uh, talented warrior, uh, expressive, impulsive, spontaneous. <clears throat> let's go get them. And Taurus is where things slow down. Taurus is more of a homebody. Taurus is more of a, I want to be in my easy chair. Taurus wants security. Where Aries is going to take more risks, Taurus says, you know what? I don't think I want to spend that money right now. <laughs> and the thing that's interesting is that when we make this shift, Taurus is really like up in the North Hemisphere. When you're up in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, Aries is the beginning of spring and Taurus is really where things start happening. You know, the flowers start coming out in full bloom. Things are, it's getting warmer. Um, Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus is a hot planet. You know, it's closer to the sun than we are. So we are looking at something that's warmer and warming up. And Venus is a warm energy. You know, when we think about Venus, we think about falling in love and we think about the spring and we think about what happens in the spring, which is that you know, nature comes alive and nature starts to reproduce and it starts to uh, manifest the beauty that we see. Now, Venus rules beauty, Venus rules Taurus, and Taurus is about beauty. And it, But it's about beauty in the natural sense. It's, you know, it's the, as my teacher used to say, it's the diamond when it's in the mine, when it's in the earth because Taurus is an earth sign, as opposed to Libra, which also rules beauty, but that's when the diamond is in Tiffany's window. So when we look at the earth right now, and Earth Day is in a few days, um, it begs us to speak with nature, talk with nature, connect with nature. Now, Taurus is really, you know, all the earth signs deal with nature, but Taurus is really a very 
nature oriented sign i feel because i feel that's when we that's when we start planting our seeds that's when we start getting um the fertility of nature that's when the flowers bloom the magnolias come up the the you know we start getting into you know lilac season and <clears throat> and it's when we start to see the abundance of nature taurus rules the money house in the natural zodiac it's the second sign and it is, you know, a ruler of the second house, technically. I mean, everybody has a different second house. But the theme of the second house is money and security. And Taurus likes to know that there's going to be food on the table, that there's a roof over their head, that there's the dollars are in the wallet, the, the you know, the euros are in the wallet. <laughs> the money is there. And everything about Taurus is that it's, you know, it, it is how we process things in the natural world. You know, it takes a little while for the plant to bloom the flower. Did you fertilize? Did you give enough sunlight? And the sunlight gets warmer up north this time of year. Um, I always used to say, you know, when you get a 40-degree day in January or 50-degree day in January, Fahrenheit that is, in the northeast, it's very different than a 50-degree day in April, you know, or a 60-degree day. Sometimes you have those accidental warm days in winter. But what we're looking at here is the fertility. And this is a fertile time for everyone. So my advice during Taurus, this next month that we are in Taurus, is see where you can plant your seeds. Look at your life. And since this is such a strange and unusual time, it really is important to Think about where seeds can go and seeds be planted and where can I plant a new seed and what, what is waiting for me on the other side of fertilizing my garden. You know, am I growing vegetables? Am I growing flowers? Am I growing plants? Am I, am I, what am I doing? And, you know, if you can start a little garden for yourself, this is a great time of year to do that. And, and what's really nice is that this week, is a new moon and the new moon in Taurus and it's on Earth Day. So I think that this is all a signal to us. You know, people are, I've, I've read some things up about people up north being worried about getting groceries, being worried about getting food that they go and there's no fresh vegetables. You know, maybe you need to carve out a little portion of your lawn for um, a garden if you have a lawn. Maybe you need to Put a flower box on your windowsill. Maybe you just need to see some flowers every day. Um, when you have sunlight coming, you know, maybe you just need to plant some baby lettuce or, or something like that. Things are, things are really important to look to nature right now in the earth. It's really, it's really something where we look, we start looking to her, to mother nature. Sometimes uh, mother nature is difficult and she sends us things like earthquakes and storms and tsunamis and hurricanes and tornadoes and things like that. And, uh, you know, this is something where we have to look at, you know, Mother Nature, you know, the, the great mother. She's both dark and light. And so we have to embrace both dark and light. And sometimes your plants don't do well. <laughs> sometimes there's too much light. Sometimes they choke in the sunlight. Sometimes they, you have to be careful about what you're 
what you're nurturing and growing and, and fertilizing right now. So in your life, aside from planting a garden, what are you nurturing and growing and fertilizing right now? What needs more fertilizer? What needs less fertilizer and more water? What needs more sunlight? What needs more sunlight? What, what can you bring out of yourself that needs the light of the day, that needs to see the light of the day. And one of the most important things I have talked about over and over again is Jupiter putting the flashlight in Pluto's closet. And so now, if you're starting to see some light in your life, like maybe you started projects or something and and it's a weird time, but they're starting to see the light, they're starting to come out, The, the flowers are blooming. It's like, oh, my flowers are going to come up for the sun. That's what your life is like right now. You you need to embrace where you can put something in the sunlight. And we all need sunlight. And while the sun is definitely exalted in Aries, and but now it's warming up in the northern hemispheres. Now it's starting to get warm. I know if you live in the southern hemisphere, it's probably not doing that. But it's really something you think about in Taurus anyway. What does Taurus mean to you in the in the Southern Hemisphere? What is that? What is it the season like there? And here in Costa Rica, it starts to become rainy season. And we've actually had a very beautiful April so far. There's been very little rain um, because we've just gone through dry season. So it's going to become rainier. And so without rain, we don't get flowers and we don't get plants. And this is how the rainforest sustains sustains itself. It really becomes uh, lush and gorgeous and beautiful, and the air smells fragrant with the plants. And and you step outside after the rain, and you you like breathe in this heavenly scent. And this is where we start getting more and more, uh, you know, lush and and of course, you know, things like you know more mosquitoes show up because <laughs> there's more rain. So. In any event, we are in the season of uh, fertility and the goddess and mother nature and and these lush things. Even if you your climate where you are, where you maybe you're in the southern hemisphere, it's going to be winter. Mother nature still speaks to you there. So what is she saying? And so when we have a new we have a new moon in Taurus, which means right now the moon is in Aries. So we're in the dark phase of the moon. So if you're going to plant something this week, week literally, if you really are going, well, I'm going to put a little arugula box on my windowsill, which is what I did back in Brooklyn. Um, I advise you to wait until Wednesday because, you know, if you get the old farmer's almanac or you can find it online, that that gives you the good planting days. And, you know, this is Taurus. This is one of the most fertile times of the year. So in your life and in your garden, whatever you want to plant, think about it and start working with it. Wednesday, you can, we're in the dark phase. We're looking inward. We're still talking about what's not seeing the light of day yet. And, you know, the moon is dark right now. She's not going to show light either. So once we have that moon on Wednesday at 10.26 p.m., nothing will be in the sky, but, and that's Eastern time, um, on Earth Day. So Thursday is, you know, we're, we're still in Taurus. The moon is still in Taurus. And we are now embracing... Um, the moon start. You start to see a sliver of the moon in the sky, a very small sliver in the days following the new moon. And so what starts to seed, what starts to fertilize, what starts to come up? Oh, my crocuses are coming up. Um, 
Okay, so new moon in Taurus. This is an interesting new moon because at some point, um, more on Thursday than on Wednesday, the moon is going to hit Uranus. So Uranus is in Taurus, as we've spoken about. Uranus is not in its favorite sign in Taurus because it likes to be in Scorpio, which is the opposite sign from Taurus. So when we start thinking about uh, Uranus, we start to think about the unusual and the innovative and the uh, breakthroughs and what's powerful and positive. And that's the way you want to direct Uranus's energy as opposed to breakdown or communication failure or fear, anxiety, panic, that is uh, the other side of Uranus. So we want to direct Uranus's energy, which is kind of hard because it's an outer planet and we don't always feel we have control over that energy. So as the new moon happens and we start to feel that jazzed energy, and it's going to be jazzed, believe me, because the new moon happens on Wednesday night, but it meets, the moon itself meets Uranus in the middle of the night. This is all Eastern time. Um, on Thursday. So I expect that on Wednesday night, you might start feeling a lot of heavy duty energy. And maybe even on Wednesday and Thursday, like all day. So the moon does not go into Taurus on Wednesday until 3.36 p.m. Eastern time. So it doesn't start approaching Uranus just yet. It starts to give that uh you know, Aries, Aries void, of course, from the morning, you know, it's just, we're just going along at the end of the Aries cycle. And then once we get into that Taurus moon, which the moon is exalted in Taurus, it likes to be in Taurus. And once it moves into Taurus, then we get a very powerful jolt of electricity because it's going to start moving, moving, moving towards Uranus. Now, new moons are powerful anyway. New moons are the seed of something new. What can you manifest? Let's let's do a ritual. But this is something of another order because rarely, okay, there's going to be always be a new moon in Taurus. Rarely does it conjunct Uranus. <laughs> and so this is about doing magic, doing something strong and vibrational and you have to take the energy in your hands and use it. You know what happens when you get anxious? If you move energy, if you exercise or you breathe or you just deep, deeply breathe. Like say you have just a little, I don't mean that you're, you're, you know, you've got anxiety issues. Just like there may be times when you're like nervous. Like if you're going to go give a speech and you have to get on stage, you get uh, that nervousness. That could be what you're feeling like. We're on the brink of something new. So, and this is big and new. And everyone keeps talking about the new normal because we're not going back to the old way. And so there's some breakthrough that you can have in these next days. So you want to pull together the Uranian energy. You don't want to feel like Uranus is, you know, causing all this electrical current through your physical being or your emotional being and you don't know what to do with it. You've Electricity needs to be grounded. So you have to find things on Wednesday and Thursday that are going to keep you grounded. Maybe you need to go start a new exercise program. Maybe you need to go out on, on a big run or a long walk. Maybe you need to spend a little more time, you know, in your yoga 
practice, but something that's going to move this energy. This is the time to move energy. So if you don't like the way the, the world is running right now in your life, I mean that in your life, because you know Uranus is a collective planet, but you can only control it from your end. You cannot respond to what's going on. You could not watch the news. And you can also be really aware of where this energy is affecting your life. And so how do you do this? How do you move the energy? Well, first of all, breathing is a big deal. We all have to breathe. So breathing is really important. Breathing deeply, breathing in a connected way to your body so you don't feel like you are out of touch with your physical being and that you are very much in touch with something innovative, creative, and passionate in your life. Uranus is electricity. Use this energy. This is a great time to put something new forth. It's very powerful for that. So I highly recommend everybody do something for themselves. Wherever Uranus and Taurus and wherever this new moon lands in your chart, it's going to be something really um, interesting and, and take the reins. Take the reins. Don't leave it up to whatever you know. Don't don't get don't get anxious. Don't use this and and start to feel like the jitters or anything. Don't drink too much coffee. <laughs> keep the coffee to a to a good level. Don't 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 you know keep chugging the coffee. And you can feel like you are moving too quickly for yourself. So that's something you need to look at. You need to make sure that you're not like, you know, you don't, you don't go out, you don't go out running and you um, trip over yourself or anything. Use the energy, be aware of it, embrace it in your body. It's like an electrical current going through your body. So if you feel agitated, uh, you know, find something grounding, you know, maybe it's just sitting in the corner and reading a book. This is Taurus, you know, Taurus likes to have a cup of tea in the corner and watch the rain fall, the spring rain, and um, keep like, you know, sane and calm. So uh, this is Earth's energy. This is shaking up the Earth a little bit. We, we do need to feel like we're in some sort of control. With outer planets, you could feel like you're out of control. You have to, it's up to you to just sort of calm this energy, do a meditation, do a ritual, and just bring it back down to Earth. You know, bring it back down to earth and, and keep your feet planted on the ground. And then you can go forward with your plans. Don't get too heady. Don't get too excitable. Just move forward in a, in a very positive, passionate, innovative way. Okay. So that's, those are the big aspects. You know, we've got some other stuff going on too. Um, but the big thing is that the sun has moved. The first thing it's going to do before it hits that new moon is it's going to square Saturn. So tomorrow... Tuesday, the 21st, it's going to make the square to Saturn. Actually, it's in, it's in the way of, it's, it's getting near Saturn now. Um, Saturn is in very early Aquarius. So when the sun squares it, here we go again. This is like I said before, that you're going to hit a wall. You might get disgusted. You might feel very you know, too structured, too limited, you might hit a wall of limitations and Uranus is saying on Wednesday. So if Tuesday you feel limited, Wednesday it's saying break through your limitations. Break through your limitations. 
if you feel that Saturn, because it's restricting and a square is a challenge. So the illumination, where have I been limited? Where am I not looking at things properly? Where am I not illuminated? You know, and so squaring the square to Saturn, the sun squaring Saturn, we're going to move out of that. And, you know, the moon is going to square Saturn too on Wednesday night before it hits that new moon point. Don't worry, the new moon's going to flush all that out. So just be aware of limitations. Do not indulge them. Just keep moving and ground that Uranian energy, ground that lightning bolt and get yourself free of the limitations and do something innovative and get excited about it. And if you get excited about something, that's a really good use of Uranus's energy. What else is going on? Mercury will square Pluto on Saturday. And this is interesting because Pluto is slowing down and Pluto is going to retrograde on Saturday. So Pluto goes retrograde on Saturday for like the next five months or so where it starts to turn direct in October. But this is important for a few reasons, so many reasons. Um, like I said, there's interesting astrology this week. We have... Pluto turning retrograde and Pluto is going to go back to the point where it was where it met Saturn. So Pluto's really at this 24 degrees and it's going to move backwards apparently from where our vantage point is looking at the heavens and Pluto is going to do its dance backwards. Pluto's a very slow moving planet. It doesn't take that many degrees in a year. It will go back to 22 where it's going to turn around. And 22 is where it met Saturn. And so that's not until the autumn up in the Northern Hemisphere. It's not till September, October when we start getting into that. Much later on that. Pluto's going really into the underworld now. So that flashlight that Jupiter has really has to be bright. Restore the batteries. Recharge the batteries. Get new batteries. Do what you need to do because that flashlight really needs to go in there right now. And that's because of uh, Pluto's... Uh, Pluto's really like descent into the underworld is happening this weekend, Saturday. And Mercury is going to square Pluto. So Mercury, the, the power of your words, um, Mercury is ruling Venus right now because Venus is in Gemini. And so you need to be really aware. And we all need to be really aware of our thoughts and our words. Our thoughts are energetic. Our thoughts carry energy and we need to respect them as that. And so you know, when it, Mercury squares Pluto, this is a great time to clean out the old thoughts. Do something where you, you say, you know, I'm catching myself. I'm catching my thoughts. I'm not allowing myself to go into the negative direction. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. And so you have to do something really empowering on a thinking level. So maybe, again, another breakthrough. You can have a breakthrough with your meditation practice, with your writing practice, with your creative practice. Um, you know, Mercury is still in Aries, and Mercury is really going to, you know, make that connection to the Pluto and then Jupiter on Sunday the 26th. So this is really where the Sunday, you know, Sunday next Sunday is pretty hot because we've got you know, Mercury, Mercury in between Pluto and Jupiter, and then the sun is going to conjunct Uranus. So, so mm, big week. Um, Mercury is the planet of communication, of thoughts, of writing, of all things intellectual, of all things, um, you know, where we need explanations, where we need details. 
So between, you could come up with, so now we're in the phase of the new moon. New moon comes, things get electric, and we have Mercury telling us to think in a transformative way. Think bigger, think greater, think deeper. And that's that's Pluto, and that's Jupiter. It's going to first hit Pluto on Saturday the 25th, and then Sunday the 26th it will take a dive with Jupiter fairly early in the morning. So these things are going to be upon us. Use your words wisely. Jupiter is wisdom. Use them wisely. Use your thoughts wisely for constructive things. Don't go back into the past. Think about future. Remember, after a new moon with Uranus, you got to keep going into the future. Uranus is a futuristic planet. This is not, it doesn't want the past. It wants new. So this, remember we made decisions last week. Let's start thinking about how those decisions are going to affect our lives and how we're going to start implementing them in our lives, especially if you did something creative with them. So while the new moon is technically with Uranus because the moon gets lights up Uranus, the sun won't reach Uranus till next Sunday, the 26th. So the sun comes to Uranus and that jolt of the new moon happens all over again next Sunday. This might be a restless week for sleep. Our thoughts might be wild. Our thoughts might be electric. Our body may feel electric. So make sure you get some extra rest this week and don't, you know, take your, you know, daytime thoughts to bed with you. Try to calm yourself down. Do a little bedtime ritual. Shut the lights off. Light a candle. Be peaceful before you go to sleep. This is what's really important right now. And so it's so, you know, next weekend's going to be hot like from Wednesday into the weekend we've we've really got a lot of energy flying through the cosmos and we need to use it to our advantage so don't let your thoughts stray into dark corners of your mind let your thoughts become enlightened and let your thoughts become new and fresh and use your thoughts wisely use your words wisely the way you speak the way the words you use are very potent towards you, towards your, you know, if you speak unkindly to yourself, oh God, why did I do that? It was so stupid. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't stand in the garden or whatever, talk to your plants and say, hey, what's the problem with you? <laughs> you know, your plants carry, you know, they carry energy. They take your thoughts. I know that might sound a little hippy dippy, but, but your energy around your your anything alive in your life, your animals, speak to your animals sweetly and kindly, even if you must reprimand them for tearing up your sofa, you know, <laughs> scratching the sofa, using the sofa as a scratching post or, or you know, eating, eating the stuffing out of your sofa, um, you know, <laughs> anything your animals might do. Uh, Mercury also rules small animals. So be very careful with how you speak to them. You know, animals are unconditionally loving until you turn them into something that's not. So we have to watch our words with animals and watch our words with people and watch how we speak to people and how we think about people. If someone gives you unpleasant memories, if there's someone in your life you don't see anymore, just, just you know, thank them for their wisdom and move on. Don't, don't give them any more energy than that. So... Be really careful about what you think you're thinking, what you're saying, how you're approaching people. Think before you act next weekend. 
there's a lot of impulsiveness in the air because of Uranus, because of the new moon with Uranus, and because the sun conjuncts Uranus next Sunday. So use this energy again. Use it wisely because it's going to benefit you in the long run when you um, take your thoughts and elevate them and take your emotions and elevate them and don't give uh, the, the, you know, don't give the darkness a chance to get in. And that's really important, especially when Mercury makes a square to Pluto. Um, when Pluto descends into the underworld, as it will next weekend on the 25th, as it goes for six months, five, six months or so, that's a really good time to go within. Really good time. So this is the chance that you have to do that and make sure that that happens for you. Make sure that you take your time and you use this time to be, um, you know, examining the, the unseeable things in your life. Now, Pluto does this every year. Pluto goes, you know, into the underworld, goes retrograde for five, six months out of the year, every year. So half of us are born with a retrograde Pluto. And, you know, so maybe this is your time. Maybe you really like this time. Ah, oh, this is good. This is when I can kind of go into my cave and do my inner work. This might really be fruitful for you. Remember what happens in the Persephone myth when she goes into the underworld. Persephone goes into the underworld and, you know, apart from ingesting a few pomegranate seeds, um, she becomes a different person. She becomes a deeper person and she becomes another version of herself. She goes from being a young child or an adolescent to a woman. And so this is a maturing wise time and we need to connect with our wisdom and it's you know mercury is also telling us to connect with wisdom so we've got aspects from the sun and the moon that fresh new new moon that beautiful new moon connect with it what do you want to plant this week these next couple days are about deciding what you're going to plant what you're going to grow what you're going to nurture and then deepening the process with mercury squaring Pluto and then squaring Jupiter and then once the sun hits Uranus next week you know we can we can see how far we've come in these days let things go change your mind um you know this is a big we're all in a really big time right now to to look at the what's new and so next this is the week that I want you to focus on what's new not what's old not what's kept you back in the past you got to break free of that we all do more exciting astrology next week as Mercury changes signs, text, uh, gets in touch with Saturn, technically, you know, Saturn and Uranus. So this is the week for breaking through limitations, breaking through to, uh, you know, a new you and planting something and watching it start to sprout. And that's it for this week. So I'm Deb McBride. Thank you for listening to the Golden Astrologer podcast and our 100th episode. Yay. Um, I'm in lovely Costa Rica. I do meetings by Zoom, as I have for the last several years. And my website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer. And you can see videos that I'm making of you know, astrology points during the week. And I get more deeply into them as we go day by day. And so... My Twitter is at DevAstrology, and uh, if you'd like to book a session with me, you can go to my website and connect, booked online, book online, 
my year ahead video is still available. We've got lots of exciting things coming up this year. Very important year. This is a big turning point for all of us. So stay tuned, stay connected, and I am grateful for all of you. Love to all of you in this new week and grow something beautiful this week. Thanks for listening.